Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. My name is Levi McCurdy, and this is episode 90. Episode 90, and we're back again in the car. Here's the issue. Meg's found out. I tried it, okay? Listen, we're on, you know, the Angry Orchard only household. She found out I got a case of Budweiser a few weeks back. She kicked me out of the house. You know the story. If you listened to episode 87 or 88, you know exactly what's going on. If you haven't, make sure to go to wadpod.com backslash YouTube or youtube.com backslash at what are we doing podcast. They're all the same link. Just, you know, click it. It's in the description down below. Go to it and make it happen. We only need like, I think maybe 10 more people. I think like 10 more people need to hit subscribe and we're gooch. We hit our thousand. We are almost there. Hopefully with this episode, it will take us over the thousand subscriber mark. And when I am doing this for you guys next week, It'll be a very, very emotional time uh, because it'll just be me talking about how we've worked so hard and so long to get to a thousand subscribers. So all we need is like 10 more. So if you haven't done so already, statistically, most of you watching this episode have not hit subscribe yet. So we need you to do that as soon as possible. Hit subscribe. It's super easy. Um, and it's fun and it's free. And listen, a lot of people, 992 people have done it so far. So if you haven't, like, you know what I mean? Like it's already it's kind of a big deal. So go ahead, hit that subscribe button. I'll wait. Just kidding. And uh, we'll, yeah, man, we'll see you back here. We can't wait. So Meg's kicked me out. I tried the new Arizona, you know, the Arizona teas, the 99 cents. We get them from Rudders. We get them from, you know, the gas stations, 99 cents. The cans are this tall. Everyone knows Arizona tea. They're banging, dude. When's the last time you had an Arizona tea? Probably recently. They're still pretty culturally, like, you know, relevant. So they have a hard Arizona tea now. So I got a six pack of those. I tried them and the result was Meg's kicked me out of the house again. So here I am in my car. Uh, I'm probably turning my car on and off throughout this episode because it is hot where I'm at right now. And I only have like a gallon of gas, like one mile left of gas. So I'm not trying to really waste that because I don't have money to go get gas. So that's... It's fun. Uh, you know, and so, listen, I'm joking. It's a bit. Meg's never kicked me out of the house. Sometimes on Fridays when I have to record, we just have things to do, okay? And so yesterday, we had a few things to do, a.k.a. we had to drop Meg's off and deal with her being at the hospital all day, pretty much for the first half of the day. So, um, you know, Meg's was at the hospital <clears throat> all day yesterday so I didn't have time to record and now I am at an event today. I have a few hours before it starts. We'll then start the event once I'm done recording the podcast. That's how it works. You make your schedule work for you. Listen, I was just telling my good friend uh, Aaron. Aaron, I DJed his wedding. That's how we met. Then I DJed like one of his best friend's weddings. Then I DJed like his sister-in-law's wedding and so on and so forth. Aaron and I have been friends through 
through that. Him and his wife, uh, Janelle, you know what I mean? They're good friends. So I was just talking to him at his sister-in-law's wedding just a few days ago and telling him, look, <clears throat> if Rob Deerdick, right, everyone knows Rob Deerdick. He's the Robin Big MTV Fantasy Factory ridiculousness. If you're my age, you grew up watching either not only Robin Big, but Fantasy Factory as well. And you're probably now that you're 30, 31, 32 years old, still watching ridiculousness from time to time. So, uh, dude, I mean, Fantasy Factory for me was like the best because he was... It was like a modern, toned-down version of Jackass, you know, like where he'd have the stunts where they take, like, the mini bike and launch it into the foam pit, and, like, you know, <clears throat> that's cool, and so we aspired to do all that stuff, but what we didn't know is when we were watching Fantasy Factory, Rob Deerdick at the time was behind the scenes working and hustling and getting the deals done that no one was doing at the time. When he pitched Fantasy Factory to MTV, it was before Rob and Big was even over. If you remember the timeline, like Fantasy Factory didn't come on until Rob and Big was over on MTV's lineup. And so, uh, but he had pitched Fantasy Factory to them way beforehand. And so what happened was he said, look, we're going to go into this whole thing, but I want to control the ads. I want to control the companies we work with. I want to control the advertisers on the space around the commercials, the space around the factory, the space around my brand, the space around everything that has to do with the Fantasy Factory, the show, MTV and me. I want to be in control. And so at the time, no one had ever heard of something like this uh, from MTV or, you know, the the network, uh, Viacom at the time. Like, so they were like, sure, yeah, whatever. Like, we don't, we make money off of you and the merch and the, you know, everything else that we do. So if you want to control the commercials and the sponsorships and do what you want to do, Rob, go for it. That's less work that MTV has to do, and we don't see why you wouldn't just go for it. So, but what they didn't realize at the time is that meant Rob can go and make a deal with uh, Chevy, and that that means Ford and Toyota weren't allowed to advertise on MTV when Fantasy Factory was on, which was a lot. And so they quickly realized that this deal was either it was a out of the ballpark realm of normality like no one had ever done it before and no one's done it since because they realized how much money they lost and how much money rob actually gained to the point then where he sold them ridiculousness and now it's 96 percent of mtv's advertising or not advertising but 96 percent of their like their 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 What's on? It's only ridiculousness. If you turn on MTV right now, it's probably ridiculousness. They, I think, have new episodes for whatever reason of Super Sweet 16 and new episodes for whatever reason of Catfish. So for whatever reason, we're doing that. But 96% of the time, Rob Deerdick, Fantasy Fat, Ridiculousness, Chanel, and uh, what is it, CeeLo Brim on the thing he does, and it's just Rob Deerdick making fun of videos on YouTube. And so uh, that's 96% of MTV's uh, TV, right? It only takes up 4% of Rob Deerdick's time. 
So when I learned this and said, well, wait a minute, if I'm only DJing and taking meetings for said DJing on the weekends and in the afternoons, that leaves up a whole chunk of space that I can dedicate to the other business. And then I'm only doing that from Monday to say maybe Thursday from 10 a.m. to like 4 or 5 p.m. at any given time. So then that leaves another gap in the morning and a gap in the evening and a gap in the afternoon. Now, obviously, everyone knows I have a four-year-old son, so he runs around and uh, takes up mostly all of my time. Uh, And so, you know, shout out to Run DMC. And so he uh, basically, uh, so I have to, I have a schedule. I have a tight schedule. But within that schedule, I'm running two businesses, DJing about 20 to 30 weddings a year, uh, a nine to five business where it requires me to essentially work nine to five throughout the week, sporadically in different formats and other variations. And uh, you know, basically, uh, uh, podcasting every week. And we have a Twitch schedule of like Monday through Thursday. We took this week off, but we stream on Twitch. We like almost every other day. So I have so much stuff that I am doing so many revenues, so many outlets, so many ways of, of, of creating content with the podcast and the shorts and the social media and the one business and the two business and the entertainment and the podcast and the Twitch streaming. There's, and everyone says, the number one thing they always say is, holy crap, like, dude, how do you do this? How do you make this happen? How do you run two businesses full time, have to be fully integrated and interact with them 24-7? I do the books. I pay the people. I set it up. I schedule the meetings. I go to them. I do the Facebook posts. I do the editing. I do this. I do the coding. I do that. I record, I edit, I produce, I write, I use the tools, I distribute, I upload, I download, I do so much shit. And somehow I still have time to do it all. And so when I learned that Rob Deerdick only takes up 4% of his time filming, producing, doing everything he does with the ridiculousness, they film like 200 episodes a year. Like it's something they have it down to a science now where he can bang out like 50 episodes in like an hour or something crazy. It's insane, uh, his workflow. So that's what we've been working on over here and why like I'm able to just do uh, these things. So. We dropped Megs off. Uh, we're super busy. So yesterday we dropped Megs off at the hospital. Uh, Megs had to get a major, major surgery. Uh, part of the stipulation for me returning into the house after the whole Budweiser debacle was um, a boob job, lip injections, a tummy tuck, and a little a little butt lift. Megs has got the booty already, if you know, you know. But we're going to perk it up. We're going to plump it up. We're going to bump it up. Um, the doctor actually down there calls, calls it the perp pluck plump uh, butt job. So she's getting her lips, her tits, her butt, and a little bit of the tummy out. And so that was one of the stipulations. So I'm paying for that entire thing. Um, so... <clears throat> If you could please go to patreon.com backslash what are we doing and join, there is a dollar tier, but trust me, you signing up for that dollar tier isn't going to put a 
extent and what it cost for me to take her from her B's all the way up to the next letter of just a little bit a C. And so um, I need you to go to patreon.com backslash what are we doing and help me pay for this procedure. So uh, as you can see on the screen, Megs is out. She's good. The procedure went well. And so now that we know everything's good to go, she likes the way it looks. She likes the way her butt looks. She likes the way her boobs. Now everyone knows. And Megs asked me this actually the other day. Megs went through like a list of like female celebrities and how I would rank them. And basically I rank them in uh, boob size, not boob size in the biggest, but smallest. So if the next person on the list has smaller boobs than that one, then she moves up to the first spot. I am in no way a boob guy. Like some guys are butts, some guys are boobs and ladies, I'm sorry, but like, you know, I feel like nowadays, if you work at it, if you eat a little McDonald's, if you do a few squats and if you're built pretty averagely obtaining a butt is not something that's hard to do so most girls got it meg's got a little plumper with the surgery we've upgraded the plump okay and so with that uh she now uh has an upgraded plump and like she the tits were for her okay i'm a no tit like hey the smaller the better that's what i like i like it i'm sorry that's just my preference okay people are emailing me i gotta swipe away that notification we're in the car we're filming on the phone sometimes we got to do a little business while we're recording you know what i mean so Megs is out. Uh, she got her tummy tuck. She got her lips done. Just a little bit. You know what I mean? Not too much. Not too much craziness going on with Megs and everything else. So she's fine. She's out of the hospital. She's at home. She's on bed rest right now. And uh, just, you know, minor, take it easy. Lots of rest, lots of ice, you know, ice pack, whatever. And um, she's having a good time. So she's got her new body and it's done. And the doctors at the hospital were great. We can't thank them enough. Um, And it's honestly just one of those things that uh, basically was a blessing uh, that we got her in this soon. Um, We were going to have to wait. We were going to have to wait like six months for her to actually uh, get put on the table. And um, we got in super early, um, super early. I had a connection with the hospital. I built his brother's website. So a doctor slipped us in and um, we got a portion of it on our insurance. So I don't have to pay all of it. So that's fun. Um, so Megs is good and Megs is having a great time at home. We sent the boy off to the babysitter. He's going to like a little carnival out to dinner, having, living his best life. So Megs is at home with Lou Bug resting while I'm out here working to pay them bills. And if working means I got to record a podcast in my car, that's what it means. You know what I mean? So uh, everyone saw Elon's weird ass interview this week. And listen, it's every time, every time we see Elon, he gets weirder and weirder. Am I right? Like, why is it that Elon becomes more and more of a non-human alien every time we see this man on camera? Every interview, every podcast, liquid death, call me 
please just send me the neon sign. I'll keep paying for the water. I love the tea. We got the tea now. I like the bigger cans. Call me. You know what I mean? So every time we see Elon, this dude gets so, he gets weirder and weirder. And man, this interview that he's doing uh, is kind of crazy. Let's watch, like, you know, this guy, he's been asking, he's asking Elon, he's saying, you know, like, you own Twitter now. And even before he owned Twitter, he was still wiling out. Like, Elon was still doing his own thing on Twitter, even though, like, you know, it wasn't anything, uh, you know, crazy. But, like, let's, let's, not, let's not beat around the bush. He manipulated stock prices through COVID on Twitter like it was, you know, a soccer field. Like, he was just playing his own little game of soccer with whatever stock prices he wanted to buy that week. And then everyone else bought the same, ooh, excuse me bought the same stock so they go on this interview and of course everyone's real concerned everyone's all concerned about elon and the uh the stocks the tesla stocks because he'll get on twitter and start saying some outrageous shit he'll start saying stuff like oh uh, uh you know we're we're tweeting from earth now which is something insane to me dude i showed it to megs megs knows nothing about twitter but i showed her that the tweet i tweeted yesterday was tweeted from the planet earth and she's like hmm that's weird why would you tweet from the planet earth and i said ah, well that's where i tweeted it from and she said so if you tweeted it from mars it would say mars and i'm like yep and she's like how do you send a tweet from mars and i said i don't know and she said well that's the stupidest fucking thing i've ever heard and so honestly i mean we're going to meg's for all of our business advice now because um you know, uh, it, she's right. It is pretty stupid, but Elon's doing it. And what happens is, unfortunately, with the stock price of Tesla being affected by his tweets, uh, people are concerned because obviously the public owns Tesla stock. And when the public owns Tesla stock and he's out here wiling and the Tesla stock is going down, uh, you know, he's fine because he's got $20 billion in the bank. And uh, we don't. So uh, the public just gets a little concerned from time to time when Elon Musk tweets are affecting the stock prices. And so when we ask him these questions and say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, don't you think it's a little like, you know, it's a little irregular or a little like upsetting? Like, don't you think some people are upset by what you say on Twitter when the stock prices of Tesla go down? And uh, this is this is what he had to say. This is his most recent interview. Check it out. You know, do your tweets hurt the company? Are there Tesla owners who say, I don't agree with his political position because, and I know it because he shares so much of it. Or are there advertisers on Twitter that Linda Yaccarino will come and say, you got to stop, man. Or, you know, I can't get these ads because of some of the things you tweet. You know, I'm reminded of uh, the, the, the scene in The Princess Bride. Great movie. Great movie. Um, where he confronts the person who killed his father. And he says, Offer me money. Offer me power. I don't care. So you just don't care. 
you want to share what you have to say? I'll say what I want to say, and if if if, uh, if the consequence of that is losing money, so be it. I mean, can you? Listen, here, let me try. Because, listen, people have had this conversation with me before. I mean, obviously, we're on episode, like, 90 now. We're gearing towards 100 episodes of this podcast. But, like, people through the years have tried to have this conversation with me about the podcast. They're like, oh, Levi, what if um, one of, like, your brides or your couples or one of your, like, corporate partners or one of your people who you make websites for or one of those businesses or one of the people in charge hear your podcast and don't agree with what you're saying and to that I say fuck them if they don't want to work with me if they don't want to work with my businesses if they don't want to sign the contract that we have sent them if they don't want to submit our proposal for their project then that's fine that's fine let them do it let them leave because tomorrow I'll tell Paul to go find us another client that pays us twice as much and guess what nine times out of ten when they do leave because this year we had a few leave we had a few leave now whether that was directly you know a response to the podcast I don't think so I think it had to do with numbers and other companies and like they offered them a product that was less money a month than ours okay and so then they left and then their website was down for two weeks because their new company don't know what they're doing and so then they come back and we charge them double anyways because there's a comeback fee, there's a transfer fee, and oh yeah, that hosting that you were grandfathered into, that no longer exists. So you now pay our yearly price in 2023 for your services. So you know what I mean? Most of the time when they leave, they come back. And that's basically what Elon's saying. He doesn't care. Okay, so let me try. Let's try here. I'm going to try. I'm going to try and do it. So this is me pretending to be like, you know, scolded by like one of my business partners, like, Leroy, what you say on the podcast just doesn't, it's, if it reflects our business and I think we're probably losing money. It's not because I don't know what I'm doing and not doing my job properly, but I think it's because what you're doing when you're not doing client work that you're, we're, we're losing business. And to that, I'll do this. Here's my response. Ready? Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2 when Jacob looks into the eyes of Bella's new vampire CGI baby and imprints on her and Bella and Edward say, Jacob, you can't imprint with my daughter. She's a baby and we didn't give you permission to do that. And Jacob says, Bella, I don't care. That's the kind of attitude that people, that's the kind of billionaire attitude. Listen, whether you're a billionaire, a millionaire, a hundred thousander or a thousand dollars, or you're like me and have like 113 in the bank account, you have to have a billionaire attitude about it. So when people ask you, hey, man, the moves you're making, the things you're posting online, you're probably going to get canceled. It's not good for business. It's not good for anybody. Maybe you should slow your roll. Maybe you should change up the topics a little bit. Maybe you should calm down. 
to that I say, I don't really care. Like, you have to have, in this world, you're either, you, you're either an Elon Musk or you're not. You know, whether you hate him or not, whether you understand his morals, whether you agree with what he does, his business tactics, how he interviews, his products, his cars, his flamethrowers, his whatever, whether you agree with Elon Musk or not, you need to understand that having a billionaire mentality in the United States in 2023 is the only way you get by. If you're thinking, holy shit, I'm not going to make it. My bills are due. They're overdue. I don't have any money. No more is coming in. I can't do it. Oh, my God. What am I going to do about the I can't do it anymore. If you're thinking that and not how do I get one more person to sign up for patreon.com backslash what are we doing? You know what I mean? Flip your mentality. Flip the mentality. Like I said in the beginning of this episode, I was just talking to my buddy Aaron. And I told him, I'm like, look, man, do what you want to do. Like, you're young. You're free. You don't have any kids yet. Wink, wink. You know? Uh, But, like, if, hey, man, listen, here's what you do. Here's what you seriously, and this is exactly what I told him. You need to quit your job and do what you want to do. If you have a little bit of savings, whether it's a a month to get by, two months to get by, fuck it. A friend of ours lives out in Washington State, just quit his job because he saved enough money to, to live for a whole year. He doesn't have to make another penny for another year, and he'll be fine before he needs another source of income again. Now, of course, he's going to work toward and continue building the bank through that year that he doesn't have to work with side hustles and other stuff. But like, as of right now, like, so take whatever you have, start saving now and just quit your job and go do whatever you want to do. And in three months you run dry or if in three months it's not working, if in three months you can't figure it out, if in three months you can't find someone to give you money for what you're doing, whether it's podcasting, a service, a product, uh, uh, a clothing line, uh, a video subscription, a vlog, a YouTube channel, whatever it is. If you in three months can't find someone to help you out with that, then fine. Guess what? Your industry, your old job, companies just like it, a competition, uh, another position just opened up. Go apply there and make more money than you were making at your old job anyways. You know what I mean? So it's real easy, dude. You need that billionaire mentality. I mean, Elon Musk, boy, is he a weirdo, but he knows what he's doing when it comes to the billionaire mentality. You know what I mean? It's just, it fascinates me that um, that's where we're at. And so um, it's, 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 it's fun. It's a fun time. It's a fun time to be alive. The billionaires are fun. It wouldn't be so fun if they were just like these Saudi Arabian prince, you know, guys who like, you know, just are, don't really come out in public and do anything to just have a lot of money. Like if we don't actually see them out in public, what fun is that? Like Elon Musk every other week makes a flamethrower, a tequila, a a new Tesla, a truck that he's never going to release, like whatever. You know what I mean? He's banging. He's doing it. He's having a great time and he's spending billions and billions and billions of dollars doing it. So whether you like him, whether you hate him, listen, you got to have that billionaire mentality. 
names that have Spotify deals or Amazon deals or whatever type of podcast network deal, Conan, whatever celebrity podcast you like, you can achieve the same look, the same style, the same audio quality, the same video quality, the same everything that they have. The only thing you cannot do that the other podcasters do is get sponsorships. And when I say sponsorships, I mean people who send you money to say nice things about their products. So when Joe Rogan talks about Athletic Greens and On It and all these other products, Manscaped, Stamps.com, ShipStation, all of the MeUndies, all of the things that your podcasters, your favorite professional podcasters promote. Those are all sponsorships and they're not talking about those companies or those products or giving you their backslash JRE promo code for no reason because those companies have paid them to do so. Now, for small podcasters like myself and all my friends and everyone who gets less than 100 downloads per episode, we don't have brands like Liquid Death reaching out and saying, hey, we want to work with you guys. We really like the podcast. We want to help you out. We want to give you a sponsorship. We have to either A, go out and find them ourselves, or B, give ourselves affiliate links that look like sponsorships. So when I say this podcast is brought to you by Blue Chew, you can go to wadpod.com, that's W-A-W-D-P-O-D.com backslash blue, B-L-U-E, and get your first order of Blue Chew for free. This is real, I swear to God. You can get your first order of Blue Chew for free and only pay $5 for shipping. Wadpod.com backslash blue is a very real link with a very real promotion that will get you very real money off that will help me in a very real way. I will then get a kickback if you go to wadpod.com backslash blue and put in your credit card information. It's real. And that is what we call affiliate marketing. In the podcast, we just say it's sponsored by because it's easier and that's what people flock to. If I say check out our affiliate links in the description down below, no one's going to go to them. But if I say we're sponsored by Blue Chew, go to wadpod.com backslash blue for your first order for free and $5 off, you're going to most likely check it out and see what happens, see if it's real, see if it's legit. And a few of you are going to try the product because a few of you actually have. So when you're a young podcaster, you're looking for these opportunities. You're looking for the links. You're looking for the custom URLs. You're trying to figure out how to do it on your own. You're looking for the companies. And if a company reaches out to you directly, no matter how big or how small or how many episodes you're on, that to you immediately is always an amazing sign of, holy shit, someone wants to work with me. I'm doing it. Here we go. So... Everyone has heard their favorite podcast, whether it's Tiger Belly, whether it's Burt Kreischer, whether it's I Knew Something Was Wrong, whether it's a murder mystery, my favorite movie review podcast, whatever it is. Everyone at one point in time has promoted the company Manscaped. Manscaped, the lawnmower 4.0, every celebrity, commercial, target, podcast, whatever, you name it, we've all promoted Manscaped. Now, don't get it twisted. Manscaped has never reached out to me, this podcast, or anyone I know personally, because again, 
We're too small. We're not doing Joe Rogan numbers. We're not doing Caller Daddy numbers. We're nowhere close to any of those numbers. And so they're not calling us on their own, right? So when a company called Smooth My Balls reached out to me and a handful of other podcasters, we all got really excited. We said, holy crap, here's a knockoff company. How hilarious. Obviously, we all knew. Off the gate, you could go to smoothmyballs.com and you could clearly see that their Lawn Shopper 2.0 was just a direct knockoff of Manscaped, a direct shipment of a product from China, from Alibaba, that they're paying pennies on the dollar for, that we know is probably a little bit of a scam but when they dm you and say hey it's nick from smooth my balls and we want to send you this kit we're going to give you a code they can go to smoothmyballs.com backslash wad you could at one point in time do that you cannot now unfortunately and all of these things all of the promises all of the stipulations that would always come with the support of a sponsorship were there and we said yes and so being a young naive podcast they said hey we need you just to pay a little bit for shipping pay a little bit for the product we'll send it to you so you can use it test it and then you can promote the hell out of it i mean if you if you have not been with us if you have not been with us uh since the beginning here's a little bit Here's what our old Smooth My Balls ads look like. Here, take a look. This was real. We've posted these. You can go back and watch it. Here's what the ads look like for Smooth My Balls. Ladies, listen up. We know you can't stand it when us men get a little bit lazy in the nether region, and there just doesn't have to be a special occasion for Smooth Balls. Never has been keeping your balls fresh and clean been so important and easy. With the Turf Chopper 3.0 from Smooth My Balls, you'll receive eight hours of use off of a single charge. Use it wet and dry thanks to its 100% waterproof enclosure and every trimmer comes with an alloy polished blade to back its no-scrape technology, meaning you won't nag or nick your nuts. Smooth My Balls offers worldwide shipping, a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 24-7 report. Guys, this is a no-brainer. If you go to smoothmyballs.com backslash wad, that's W-A-W-D. I'm going to say it again, smoothmyballs.com backslash wad, W-A-W-D. Also use that promo code wad and you'll get 15% off your order today. 15% in savings. They're going to add that on automatically. You won't regret it. My balls have never been smoother. Right, Megs? Right, Megs? Mm, no comment. Megs, you're supposed to say yes. I love it. I love it. They're so smooth. They're so smooth. They're so smooth. Yeah, man. Listen, smooth my balls. Uh, the thing. So how amazing, right? Like how it, like we had an ad, we had their domain because all of our affiliate links is just my short URL that I redirect to whatever long ass affiliate, refer a friend code, whatever each company site uses. I just mask that with my own if they don't have a short.
short URL or code easy to remember already because most affiliate links are just like their domain with a question mark and a bunch of letters and a random code behind it because that code links up to a database entry that goes to your username. That's just how it works. That's how they get the traffic. That's how they know how much to pay you for the refer a friend program. So I just mask it with my own URL so it's easy to say in the episode. But they gave us our own. You could go to smoothmyballs.com backslash wad and you would get a discount on your chopper, your pew muncher, the thing that, that, that picked it all up. And the issue was it was very, very, very quickly discovered that their 410,000, not just 410, 410,000 Instagram followers were most likely all bots and purchased. They had a separate Instagram account that only had like a thousand followers on it uh, for whatever reason that they messaged us all from. Their uh, Facebook page only had like 38 likes. The product came in just a white, non-descriptive, non-labeled box. And it was the most blatant, white-labeled product. They got it from Alibaba and didn't even bother repackage drop shipping scheme that we have ever seen. But the website existed and the code worked and the product showed up. So we said, hey, let's take a chance as a young, naive, looking for a few bucks to make up for these $300 microphones we just bought to get us going. And like if people see that we have ads, if if you start off a podcast with ads from a company that's real with a website and a promo code, people are more likely to listen and follow along. I know it seems counterintuitive, but like hear me out. Every podcast you listen to now, if you pay premium for their Patreon, good for you. If you pay premium for like the Wondery app or whatever it is, good for you. But most podcasts you listen to on YouTube are brought to you by Casper Mattress, are brought to you by MeUndies, are brought to you by Four Hymns, are brought to you by keeps start growing your hair back today at keeps.com backslash whatever the fuck our podcast name is so we were thrilled to whether or not it seemed like a scam to have this company uh reach out to us give us a url they responded to our instagram messages we had a dashboard to see how many people two or three people from the pod and we found out sandy dunkel was one of them Sandy Dungle was one of them. Uh, two or three people bought them. And so we 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 had a few bucks in our account. We thought this was great. Let's keep putting it on the episodes. We used that momentum to get other small and local businesses to give us promo codes and 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 help us out. So it was a real deal for a lot of young podcasters. Now there was a subset of podcasters who knew it was a scam right away. Um, but basically, man, it was just we were we were high off the fact that people wanted to give us a chance. We were a young, naive podcast and they said, here's a promo code, here's a link, here's a URL, here's a dashboard with all the numbers and everything you'll make. And it looked on all intensive purposes real. And it functioned the way it should have and did the way it promised. And unfortunately, we just, uh, we couldn't, uh, they, they shut it down. 
They shut it down. You can no longer go to smoothmyballs.com. The promo code doesn't work. The thing is shut down. The product is gone. We have links. I'll put screenshots on the page. Like we found the listings for the actual products they were buying. The lawn trimmer, the actual like hair trimmer that they were selling. They were selling it for like $80, dude. It was like $80 retail on sale for $70 with our promo code. You got it for $60. And they were buying it for $8 from China. So some people paid $80, some people paid $70, some people paid $60. And every time it was a profit. But I think they got them from China for like two for $8. It was one of the most insane discoveries. I mean, obviously, we stopped. Uh, we stopped. We stopped doing the ads a long time ago just because of how ridiculous it was. Like, my entire family still makes fun of me. Every time Christina comes over, she, like, says, yeah, brought to you by Smooth My Balls because of just how ridiculous it was. Like, you know, we said it won't nag or nick your nuts. And, like, Sandy Dunkle bought one, you know? We convinced a few people to buy a Smooth My Balls lawn trimmer 3.0 and uh, so this is just our apology. We are sorry for promoting this product. We are sorry for ever uh, accepting their message requests. We are sorry for giving them our money, your money. If you want to reach out to us as someone uh, from... Uh, you know, the podcast community who purchased one, let us know. We'll tell your story on air if you want to come on the podcast and talk about it, why you bought it, how your experience was using it. Did it snag or nick your nuts? You know what I mean? Um, we would love to know uh, how that experience went. Uh, so if you did buy one from smoothmyballs.com backslash wad or whatever code or URL we had set up, let us know. We would love to, uh, and maybe if we can work out a deal, maybe we can work out a refund for you or something or get you a shirt or something for your trouble. Please, if you have a Smooth My Balls trimmer that you purchased based on the recommendation from this podcast, throw it away, ship it to us. We'd love to collect we'd love to collect as many smooth my balls trimmers as we can if you have one let us know that too shoot us an email it's uh i think the what are we doing podcast at gmail.com i think that's what it is the email address will be on the screen shoot us an email tell us you have one tell us you bought one and we'll make something out of it we'll we'll make like a we'll you know what Kodak's been talking about getting into like the Ryzen as part of his woodworking, the the like, you know, the clear shit. Maybe we'll get him to make us like a Ryzen filled smooth my ball trimmer lawnmower 2.0 Ryzen coffee table for the studio. And we can put that in future podcast episodes. I think that'd be great. I think that'd be amazing if we could get if we could get multiple smooth my ball, I mean, I could just go to Alibaba, right? Should we just go to Alibaba and buy, uh, we should just go to Alibaba, buy like 10 of them, claim that like 10 people bought them from the, all right, wait, I don't want to give away the secret. Can we go buy them right now? I'm talking to people as if there's people around me, but there's no one. Can we buy them? Hey, producer over there. Yeah. Can we, can we buy, can we get 10 smooth my balls razors from the alibaba link i think it's still live we could actually start our own i wonder if the domain's available can you see if the domain's available mr producer behind the camera see if the domain's available 
see if we can buy a bunch of smooth, see if we can actually take over that business. Let's see if we can disrupt the manscape industry, what smooth my balls couldn't. Maybe with my marketing, this podcast, what if we fill the void? Wait a minute, dude. Wait a minute. What if we fill the void? What if we fill the void of smooth my balls and try to take on Manscaped? They're on like lawnmower 5.0 right now. I think what we should do is we should try to take on Manscaped because obviously smooth my balls isn't around anymore. We could get Megs and Christina to run it. They could do the marketing. We get a bunch of females to market it for us. We do a proper Instagram campaign that they didn't do. Oh man, my circuits are spinning on this one. This might be our next business venture. This might be our next business venture and I'm kind of excited. I'm kind of excited to see where this goes and maybe, who knows, maybe maybe this will be something. We're going to get on, if we can get a few, if we can get a few razors for only, like I've got like good cronk and bad cronk. Good cronk and bad cronk are talking to me right now. Good cronk saying I don't have time to start a manscape competition business, but bad cronk's telling me to go buy at least a hundred smooth, a hundred razors. If they're two for eight dollars, how many could we get for? I mean, they're only eight bucks. For eighty bucks, we could get ten. We could get we could get a test run of a hundred units. 80, what's 50, 50 times eight, five times eight is like four. Dude, it would only cost us like 500 bucks to get a hundred. It would only cost us like 800 bucks to get a hundred of these units. I think it's a solid investment. And then we sell them all off for 80 bucks a piece. What's 80 times 800? Put the math on the screen. That's got to be a major profit. If we could sell at least half of them for 50, if we could sell each one of these for 50 bucks, 50 times five, it's 2,500. We only paid 800. Dude, it's a win-win. It's a win-win for everybody. And I think, I think it's a solid, uh, I think it's a solid, I think it's a solid business idea. I'm going to talk to Paul about it first thing Monday, because there's obviously a void for a cheap manscape competitor. And I think we could probably make waves with what he's doing with his product, with what he's doing with his podcast, his products, my podcast, my products, the businesses, what we're doing there together. I think we could probably make something happen. I'm going to see if he wants to fill that void with me and you guys are going to come along for the ride. If we do... I need you guys to buy the shit out of these. So when I come on here and say, you need to go to wadpod.com and just purchase our new product, that's it. That's going to be it. Wadpod.com will take you right to our man shaver, our manscape, our manscaping product. Listen, manscaping's, um, this is my shark tank pitch. Manscaping is a multi-billion dollar industry and we can break it with our lawn mower 6.0 technology on this all new inclusive waterproof dust resistant drop shock proof manscaping chest body hair trimmer ladies you could use it on your legs you could use it on your parts too i mean you can use it we've got megs uses mine all the time you're going to need to invest in our business and order at least a dozen units for your store. Your little mom and pop shop needs to have this on the shelves. I think you need the smooth my chest, you know, personal trimmer, you know. So 
If you're going to do that, um, definitely let us know. We're going to let you know. We're going to keep you posted. I'm going to talk to Paul and see if that's not a bad idea. So we apologize. Again, if you purchased any of the uh, the that stuff, the smooth my balls from us, I am so sorry that you wasted your money. I am so sorry that we scammed you. It was not on purpose. We were scammed as well. I'm so sorry that this camera keeps drooping. There we go. Holy hell. Uh, I am sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you want to return them to us, so be it. We will take them back. Just shoot us a DM, shoot us an email, and we'll we'll figure that out together, man. But boy, oh boy. I'm glad I never use mine. I actually never use mine on my ball, so I don't know if they actually work or not. Hopefully no one got seriously hurt. If someone did get seriously injured, let us know that too. I mean, we'll take them to court. We will be with you. We'll be your defense through court, even though we told you to buy one. We're going to forget that even happened, and we'll take you the whole way. Okay, we'll, we'll figure this out together. So if you purchase a Smooth My Balls razor from this podcast, again, we are sorry. And uh, hopefully we'll get through it. The next product we choose to promote will be better. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 90 of the What Are We Doing podcast. My name is Levi McCurdy, and uh, thank you guys so much uh, for getting us to where we are on YouTube, youtube.com backslash what are we doing podcast. That'll get you there, man. And um, if you haven't done so, hit that big, beautiful red button that says subscribe. We only need like 10 more people to do so, so let's make that happen this week. My goal was to get 1,000 by my birthday month. That's this month. It's almost over, and I think we we can make it happen. Uh, thanks to Zaddy Trumpets last week. All of his freaking YouTube shorts that I posted just took us to the freaking moon. We did like 15K. We did like 15, 16K in YouTube shorts views from the last episode. Insane, dude. You guys have been running up those numbers. Thank you so much for the support. This podcast has been a blast to do, whether I'm in the studio, in the car. I'm literally sweating my balls off right now, so I have enough gas to get to a gas station after tonight's event. It's crazy, man. I love it. I love the thrill. I love the ride. I love where you guys have taken me with this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been another episode. Uh, Please check out all of our links, wadpod.com backslash links has our Facebook, our Twitter, our Instagram. Our TikTok is blowing the F up, dude. We're consistently getting those views on it and we're consistently slowly building that follower like over there. So if you haven't seen our TikTok, it's at wadpod, W-A-W-D-P-O-D. You'll find us there. Just search for it. You'll see it. You'll know which one. There's a few accounts for the podcast, but our most recent one has all the most recent clips on it. So you'll find it when you find it. Check us out on TikTok. TikTok, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, subscribe on YouTube, check us out on Spotify, wadpod.com backslash Spotify, wadpod.com backslash Apple for all you Apple podcast fans, wadpod.com backslash good pods. They just added a new feature on good pods that I have to check out. It's like top five podcasts to listen to if, and then like you add podcast in for whatever list you're trying to make. It's a pretty cool thing. I'm going to go over there and make some lists. And um, uh, I will uh, be sharing uh, links to those lists on Twitter. Uh, So if you haven't done so, check those out um, over on Good Pods. If you don't listen to your podcast on Good Pods, just do it. Download it. Kim Kardashian does. 
Kim Kardashian listens to her podcast on Good Pods. So check out the What Are We Doing podcast on Good Pods. Swadpod.com backslash Good Pods uh, is the short link there. We love you guys. Again, thank you so much for watching. I'll see you guys in episode 91. We're almost at 100. Who knows what we're doing when we hit it, but we're gonna get there soon. Shout out to you. Peace out, everybody. We'll see you next week. It's been a doozy. Have a good one, guys. Peace.